Pioneers. We are in season two of Through the Eyes of Women Motherhood, and I am just being so blessed by this series. It's not making me want to have kids, just going to be real honest about that, but it is very enlightening to get to peek into the minds of all these mothers. So today we have my grandmother. Granny, go ahead and introduce a little bit about yourself. Okay. My name is uh, Bridget Berry, and uh, I'm 56 years, 57 years old. I'm sorry about that. 57 years old. I have three kids, 10 grandkids, uh, seven girls, and three boys. And uh, I'm a, a work at HEB. I'm a, a daily rep, and I've been working for HEB going on seven years. So I'll tell you a little bit more in the uh, follow along. I'll tell you a little bit more about myself. All righty. So first question, what is motherhood? Motherhood to me is loving, caring, providing, sacrifice. Um, that's what I feel like motherhood is because when you're a mother, you got to go above and beyond. Sometimes you, when you don't feel like, uh, getting up, going to work. You don't feel like fixing the kids, no food. It's 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 more beside this. Say, okay, I got kids. So motherhood, like I say, it's a sacrifice. You got to do when you don't want to do. You got to go to work. We don't want to go to work. You got to see about kids. You got to go. You know, take the kids to the doctor when you don't feel like motherhood is go a long way. What are some generalizations about motherhood that need to be shut down? Well, I feel like a lot of times when you have kids young and a lot of times people say, well, she had this baby young and she'll never finish school. She got all these kids, but that's not so. I know a lot of times young people have kids young. Well, you know, people in general have kids young and then they go back and they finish school and, you know, and they'll, you know, they'll make careers of themselves. I know yeah. ladies that have like five or six kids and everything. A lot of times people feel they they feel like just because uh, you have your kids young and they feel like you, your, your your life is over. But that's not true. Sometimes, you yeah. know, you know, you got to push yourself. And, you know, you look at you don't want to be another statistic saying that, OK, I know my, my mama had these kids and she never did finish school. But that's not the case for everybody. Sometimes people. You know, they'll finish school. They'll, they'll have kids young and everything. Then they look back and say, I don't want to be another statistic like my mom. So that's a lot of time people, you know, they misread people. They feel like it's because they have kids young. They will never be them. They will have no career. They just always just have ba babies and babies. But that's not the case. Sometimes kids, you know, young mother, when they have their kids young, they do go back to school. And some of them be doctors, lawyers, and, you know, a lot of other, you know, entrepreneurs and stuff. So I, I feel like that's not the case. Um, is motherhood challenging and why? Yeah, it could be challenging. You know, sometimes, you know, uh, you can't, you might not have enough money to pay the bills and everything like that. And, you don't know what where your money gonna come from, and you know you might be living paychecks to paycheck. That could be challenging. Then you know you got to feed your kids. You look at your kids. Sometimes you know your kids need shoes. You know they need clothes and everything like that. There and that could be very challenging and everything like that. So you know, uh, do it all. You know that's what you gotta have God in your life. You just gotta pray and trust God through it all. You know, as a young mother, I'm gonna give you an example. Me, I, I had my first baby when I was 16. 
and had your mother when I was 16. I was a young mother, you know, I didn't know, really know anything, you know, about, okay, motherhood and everything like that. But it was a challenge for me because I feel like, okay, uh, I got to take care of my child. You no, know, nobody going to take care of my, my, my child for me. The, uh, the, my, my kid's father wanted in her life and everything like that. So I feel like it was my duty to take care of my child, even though it was very challenging. I was young and I had my first job at Popeye's and I worked and, and you know what I'm saying? I didn't have anybody to take care of, help me take care of my child. You know, it was very challenging. You, But I persevered. I, I pressed on and I trust God and God made it through that. Um, is your mother in your life and how did that affect your motherhood? Uh, well, my mother's deceased right now. Uh, no, my mother really was not. When I was young, coming up, uh, I remember my oldest sister. She would take care of us and she would take us a bath and feed us and clothes. At that time, I never did see my mother at that time, you know. And mm -hmm. as so I got, I got on up, you know, so going to, you know, like elementary school and everything. I can mm -hmm. remember a uh, fruit time that I think my mom came to school a uh, fruit time, but my mother never was there. And when, when we got on up ground and everything, and we re really realized, you know, we was coming up, we used to sign our own papers, you know, for school, you know, how yeah. you got to have to sign your papers and we had to do that. And my mother never was really there. And I can remember when uh, we got on up and everything. Now my mother, she started being around more cooking for us and everything, you know, being around more. Yeah. That's when we was, you know, like in our uh, adolescence, you know, about around 12 and 13. Yeah. And that's when we, you know, we begin to see my mother there at the time in our life and everything like that there. And uh, no, really, I wasn't really close to my mom. I loved her, but I really, I really wasn't close to her because she wasn't there for me. So, you know, I, I never really get a chance to really, you know, uh, uh, get closer and, you know, ask her some things and questions and stuff about, you know, did she finish school and how was her life was and everything. So I never get a chance. I never got a chance to do those things. And how did that affect your motherhood? Would it affect my motherhood? I say, oh, that's a good question. I got to kind of think on that. that that'll kind of affect my motherhood because I had said within myself, I want to be there for my kids. I want to make sure my kids finish school. That affected me a whole lot because I had I had made up my mind that my kids was going to finish school. All my kids was going to finish school. That affected me because my mother would never dare to encourage me to finish school. She always used to say, um, uh, y'all better leave them their boss alone, but why? You never explained to me why I need to leave the boss alone. You never did encourage me to go back to school. And after I had my first child, it never never was there to really, that affected me because at, at the end when my mama passed, we really found out reason why she wasn't there for us because we used to wonder all the time what she wasn't there for us and everything. And like I said, we used to sign our own papers at school. And that kind of bothered me. You know, that affect my my uh, uh, motherhood, you know, then at the time. So I just I just came to a realization that, you know what, 
I'm going to be there for my kids and I want to, I want all my kids to finish school. And I thank God all my kids did finish school and stuff. So that really affected me a whole lot. It kind of bothered me at the end, you know, but like I say, through it all, I persevered through that and God gave me the strength and the victory as a young mother to, to go through the things that I went through. Was being a mom your plan or was it God's plan? Well, it must be God's plan because I want, I didn't plan on having no kids. And matter of fact, when all my kids had protect, took protection, I wasn't, I wasn't wanted, I didn't want to have no kids at that time, you know, because I like I said, I young. know that. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. I didn't want to have no kids. No. I did not want no kids, Charlotte. I did not want wow. no kids at all. Yeah. It was my plans because and got pregnant with all of them. That's why. Yes. I, I was on, I'm telling you, on all with all my kids. <clears throat> I was on protection with every one of my kids. I'm being honest. You know, like I say, with your mom, I was on, uh, I think with your mom, I was on the birth control. With Uncle Kendra, I was on, uh, uh, they call it stuff called a die frame. And I was on protection with Trishana. With with and it's had to be God's will. I know it's God's will because it wasn't mine. I didn't want no kids. As a matter of fact, with Trishana, I didn't want no kids at all. <clears throat> I didn't. I, I I didn't want no kids. When I got pregnant with her, I cried. I cried. I told God, I said, God, out of all the women in the world, why me? I don't want no more kids. And I was I was kind of bitter at God. And I had to I had to come to realization this must was God playing because I didn't want no more kids. I was just so depressed every day with your with uh with shot with Shoshana. I stayed depressed. I didn't want no kids. I didn't want no kids. I didn't want Trishana at all. But oh, at the end, when I started feeling her moving in my stomach and everything, I feel like, you know, I got closer to my baby. That was my, that was my child. And I repent and ask God to forgive me because there's a lot of women that can't have kids. So, mm -hmm. you know, I was grateful. You know, after all, I was grateful. <clears throat> was pregnancy hard for you? Oh, yes, yes. Yes, it definitely was hard for me because <clears throat> I was a young mother. Like I said, I got pregnant with your mom. I was 16 and didn't know how to be a mother. Didn't mm -hmm. know how to be a mother. And your mom, I remember <clears throat> she used to cry all the time. I, she, I fed her. I changed her. And I comforted her and everything. She's cry, 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 cry. And I got so frustrated. I said, oh, I just feel like throwing this baby on the floor. But then I know I couldn't throw it on the floor. I got frustrated because I didn't know what was wrong with her. I didn't know how to help my baby at the time. Yeah. I didn't know what to do. And I had to learn, you know, trials and everything. I asked my mom something. When my mom was around, you know, I asked her the thing that she would tell me, you know, the old women and everything. And, and, and I had to go, they, they had to go to the drugstore, get some, some stuff called some D-weed for the baby gift because she had gas on her stomach. And I didn't know that as a young mother. And then I find out, okay, when she, when she crying like this here, she don't be on change. I failed and everything, you know, she got gas on her stomach. So that's why I had to learn how to, you know, uh, figure out what's wrong with it and everything. Okay. If a baby been fed and she changed, you playing with you love and everything, she's still crying. Something else is wrong with her. So it was very challenging. It was kind of hard. Cause <clears throat> I had to learn how to be a mother. And with Uncle Ken, when I got pregnant with Kendra and everything like that. And I didn't want Kendrick. I didn't want no more kids. When I when I got pregnant with Kendrick, I said, oh, man, I didn't want this baby and everything. Because my brother, I ain't going to forget, I started back staying with my, my mother. And I was sick. And my brother, he took me to the doctor. 
And luckily, they didn't have like back then they had like a little open clinic, walking clinic. You go, you don't have to make a appointment. So he took me to the clinic. I went to the clinic, and I found out I was pregnant. I was just so depressed. I said, God, I don't need another another child because I'm still young. And like I said, I was 17 when I had children. And uh, that was very challenging for me because I didn't want no more kids. You know, it's already a struggle. The father went in life in their life and everything. And I didn't know at that time how to go by asking for help. And, you know, and I thank God allowed me to get a job and everything. And I just I just was a mother and a father to my kids. I just, you know, I feel like, you know, as a dad, you know, you can be in your your child life if you wanted to. So I just persevered. I just went on and took care of my kids. I didn't worry about nobody taking care of my kids. I feel like that was my responsibility as a mother to, you know, provide for my kids and take care of my kids. It was very challenging. It was very, very challenging. But like I say, through it all, with the help of grace of God, God got me through. How did pregnancy change your body temporarily? Oh, Lord, jeez. It changed my body. Woo. You know, like I say, it, 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 it had stress marks all on me, changed my stomach, uh, 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 got all kind of wrinkles and, you know, it, it, it'll change your breasts and everything, have your breasts sagging, you know, have it, you know, it just, it just changed your body. And, you know, sometimes your nose might get spread your nose and, you know what I'm saying? It just, it just yeah. changed your body, man. And then, you know, you might get darker. You might get, uh, hey, it's, it's pregnancy. It, it would change about all kinds of ways. Yes. Have you ever miscarried or had a stillborn? And how did you get through that? No. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm having Miss Karen. Now I have Sybil. Do you wish, what do you wish you were told about pregnancy beforehand? I wish my mother was there for me to let me know, okay, you know, uh, you need to finish school. You don't need to get pregnant early and everything. So I didn't have that. I didn't have my mother there. And my grandmother either. I didn't have no women figures in my life, no strong perineum women to come and say, you know, like my grandma said, you know what, sit me down and say, look, your mama had kids young. I had kids young. You don't need to have these babies. You know, I hope she would have instilled that within me when I was young, coming up and everything. I didn't have I didn't have that. And my father wasn't around and everything. He didn't, you know, sit me down and tell me about meds and everything. Uh, okay, uh, but you need to finish school. You don't need to have no baby young and everything like that. I hope that I hope they would have. Tell, uh, sit down and you know instructed me and let me know okay you don't need to have a baby young and it's real hard and everything you know just tell me about you know the life like that I didn't have that do you have a good slash close relationship with your kids yeah I think I do I think I do I have a good close relationship with my kids and everything like your mom and everything like that yeah <clears throat> I remember she was saying that okay it's time for her to leave and everything but I told your mom, it's bittersweet. I'm just so used to her being here with me. And one thing I say about your mom, she always have, have a loving spirit toward me. Like anything I wanted, she'll try to get it for me. 
like the price is you know she don't worry about the price and everything yeah. just like we go out to eat and she'll uh mama don't worry about the price and you know like and like for mother's day you know like uh i think year for last and uh she wanted uh, i told her i wanted a washer so she told me go pick out a washer and dry you and everything like that and so she said, Mama, give me something new. So at that time, you know, I couldn't. That's when COVID was going on. And they, they was uh, having people wait like two or three months and stuff like that. So I could say I just went on got something. So it's like with her, it's like the price is not, you know, it's priceless yeah. when it comes down to me. So when I said, well, Vera, I'm going to go get a computer. She said, Mama, just pick it out. So me, I would try to look at the cheapest one for her. She don't look at that. She always say, well, mama, go get it. Everything. I ain't look at the price. She always have been that way with me. That's a good thing about your mom. I love about her. She don't look at prices and everything like that there. And I watch how she do y'all, you know, she'll go above and beyond for her kids. What none yeah. that your mama can do for y'all. She, she, you got a good loving mother. And like I said, if she got to be on trade 24 hours and everything to get, okay, Charlotte need this here. Sadia need that. Kira need this here. Without your daddy help, she did a phenomenal job raising yeah. y'all and providing mm -hmm. for y'all. I could give yeah. her that. She did that there and she's still doing it. Mm -hmm. I could give her, hey, I could give her a stand ovation for that. Mm -hmm. Your mom did that. You know, I appreciate yeah. your mom. Like I said, I love her and everything and, and nothing she want to do for me. Trishana pretty much the same way. You know, uh, if I want something, you know, I tell Trishana what I want for my birthday, whatever. She'll do the same thing and everything. Like, Uncle Kendra, you know, he kind of, you know, like, I guess Kendra got a lot of kids. I'm not saying he won't do, but your mom and, and Trishana, she, they'll, they'll go above and beyond. But Kendra, he'll, he'll do, he'll do for his mama too. Like I say, I don't put a lot of stipulation on Kendra. Kendra got four kids. I understand it, but he's always there for me if I, if I need something. If I need to borrow some money, Kenya got. Now he will give it to me. If I need him to fix something, he'll come over here and fix something. He'll do all that. Now, like I said, all my kids, I, I'm going to say all my kids, they do for me. Yeah. What did your kids do when they were younger that softened your heart? Mm, you talking about like when they were coming up in elementary school? Uh, Just high when school? They were younger, before, before they got out of the house. Oh, uh, before they got a house, you say what they what they what they do to soften my heart? Yes. Um, like I say, your mom, she, she would always, you know, like try to make sure the house clean. I come home from a hard day, and I come home, your mom would be on cleaned up, having the house smell good, getting wash coat and everything. That made me feel good. That softened my heart with that. That made me feel real good. And Kendrick, um, I'm trying to see what Kenya would do. The side for my heart and everything like that. He would, you know, when I asked Kenya to do stuff for me, like take the trash, do stuff like that, you know, he was a little man of the house when there wasn't no man in the house. Now he did stuff like that. That that made me feel good because I, I didn't have to do, you know, take out the trash and all that. Now he was a little yeah. man, you know, and uh Shoshana, like I say, uh, she was pretty much, you know, she'll go in there and cook, you know, she'll she'll go in there and cook and and ask me, she used to ask me all the time, Mama, how to cook this. That made me feel good, my baby. She want to learn how to cook. And that's what stopped my heart, made me feel feel good. She coming to me, advice, and want to learn how to cook. That made me feel real good. Um, When they were younger, how did you do? <clears throat> I'll start over. When they were younger, how did you deal with disobedience physically and emotionally? Well... Be honest with be honest with you, Charlotte. 
they weren't really that disobedient. Yup, yup, your mom and them, they wasn't. I can't say they were. I'm not saying they didn't disobey me, but overall, they would listen. They weren't really hard. Now, Uncle Kendra now, <laughs> he used to be the hard-headed one. I tell them not to go outside. Like, uh, I tell your mama, I said, Barry, keep her, make sure Kendra don't go outside. And Kendra go outside and Barry be so mad, mad she be crying because Kendra just go outside. And Kendra was disobedient in that area. He would go outside. Because I didn't want him to go outside. I went there and something happened. And I went there to, you know, to, to make sure everything was okay yeah. with him. He was just so hard, he'd go outside. And um, your mama, Barry wasn't really hard head. She was, I, I, don't, I, don't, I can't say Barry was really hard head. She would listen to me. She wasn't really hard head. I didn't really have to get on your mama about a lot of stuff. And Trishana, she did was, you know, frustrated sometimes. She wanted to clean, you keep that room clean and stuff like that. I didn't try to get on her about that, you know, sometimes like keep clean her room. But overall, when she got older, she started, you know, keeping the room clean. But for them, and that's when Trishana got, she would just be being, sometimes being disobedient. I tell her not to do certain things and everything that she'll do. But, you know, overall, but it wasn't, it wasn't to a place that I would regret them. And I, I wanted to send them off to a boarding school or nothing like that. They weren't really real hard-headed. You know, like I said, just a little bit, this small thing. I wouldn't say it really stressed me out because one thing I can say, your mom, them, they, they didn't stress me out. And I didn't have them. They didn't give me no hard time. You know how some parents, they got, they, they be worried about their kids. Their kids be in jail. Their kids be getting in trouble and everything. I didn't have to deal with a lot of that but with my kids, with your, with your mom and, and Kimmy and, and, and Tashana. I had to deal with a lot of that. So I was blessed. What are you trying to instill or what did were you trying to when they were younger? What were you trying to instill in Uncle Kendrick? Well, I was uh, trying to instill in Kendrick you know, how to be a man. At that time, I couldn't teach him how to be a man and everything. I used to sit down and tell him, I say, when you get married, have kids, I say, don't depend on no woman to cook for you, to clean for you, and, you know, wash your clothes. I say, I yeah. taught him how to do all those things, you know, because one day he might not have a woman in my his life. I might not be here one day. And if he do get married, his wife don't know how to cook, do all this thing. You this you do know how to do all do all these things. So that's why I was trying to school with Kendra and everything like that. Even though you didn't have a dad in your life. And Kendra, he came out pretty good. He always said that he wasn't gonna be like his dad because his dad was an alcoholic, and he proved that. And I thank God for that, you know. So, like I say, I couldn't steal in him how to be a man, but I can steal in him, you know, when he get when you know when he get on up yeah. there. If he if he don't get married, learn how to cook and clean, do all these things for yourself as a yeah. man. You know, what I'm saying? you might not have a woman all the time to do these things for you. So he know how to do all that. Um, what were you trying to instill in Titi Shana and Ma? <laughs> I was trying to steal them how to be a good mother, how to how to keep a clean house, how to cook. You know, you get married, you know, men, they like women that cook, you know, try to, you know, be a cook, you know, cook for your husband, learn how to cook, learn how to keep a clean house, learn how to put God first, raise your kids in the church. So that's what I was interested in stealing within them. Pray and see God before, you know, you, you decide to go pick any man, you know, pray and see God for a husband. You know what I'm saying? Let him lead and guide you, you know, to make the right answers. You know, I try to steal that with them, my girls. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, to make sure, make sure they put God in their life. Make sure they raise their kids in church. That's number one. 
rest of your kids in the fear of God, rest of your kids in church. Make sure they have a a, 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 a godly home, the same environment, you know, without no arguing and fussing, you know what I'm saying? Don't do all that wrong your kids, you know what I'm saying? So I try to instill that within the kid, my kids. When they was coming up, I tried to argue in front of my kids. I didn't like all that. I, did, I like the peace. So I try to instill that within them to be good mothers. You know, spend time with the kids. When your mom and Kenny was coming up, I spent a lot of time with them. We took them different places, skating ring. We took them piece of hut. You know, different other things. Really mm-hmm. You know, do a lot of things with them. So I'm trying to steal them to do that for the kids. You know, spend time with your kids. And, you know, do things for kids. Talk to your kids and everything. Let them come to you. Anything that you need to talk to, you know, I tell my kids, anything you need to talk to me about, you come talk to me about anything. So yeah. I try to stand within there. Okay, you need to talk to me about anything. None off the name and none off the table. Come talk to me. So I try to sit there with my girls. Be a good mother and, you know, learn how to keep a house and cook. And put God first. How did you incorporate your walk with Christ into your parenting? Well, how I cooperate that in there, you know, even though, okay, like, I will, first of all, I had to learn how to be a mother, learn how to work, and learn how to put, have, you know, God in my life. How I cooperate that, I make sure I put God first, you know, like I say, make sure I maintain a, a good prayer life. Make sure I read my Bible. Make sure I take my my kids to the church. So I have to learn how to balance that. I have to balance that. You know, like like right now, sometimes when I get off from work and everything like that, you know, you know, I gotta go, gotta go to work. I get off from work and I be so tired and I don't really get a chance to pray or, or, or read my Bible. But I have to I have to come to the realization I have to balance that. I have to get up early in the morning if I got to pray doing. On my way to work, on my way back, uh, I pray like, like if I got to pray just 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. So I have to incorporate God in my life because if I didn't incorporate God in my life, you know, my life would be uh, empty. So I have to, you know, learn how to balance it. Okay, coming home and cooking. Okay, I know I go to bed sometime. Okay, I got to make time. Okay, I got to go read my Bible. This is like a schedule. I got to have a balance. You know what I'm saying? I have my life got to be balanced. I can't not just come home and, and go to sleep with cook or not have God in my life, not pray or read my Bible. So sometimes I kind of get off, but I got to incorporate God number one into my life. How did you balance everything when they were younger? Work, ministry, kids, all of it. Okay. When I was um living. I said living here, uh, your mom and them, I didn't have Tashana at the time. When I had your mom, your mom and uh, Uncle Kendrick, I had them in the uh, early days. I started working at this place called Texas. No, at first I was working with you. I had started working at Popeye's when I was when I had your mama. And I had to learn how to, uh, when I go to work, I come home, I sit by eating? my mother. Huh? Are you eating? Yeah, my ship was driving. Do I'm we sorry. need to record later? Because I can't hear you. I said, when I was pregnant with your mom, I had to learn how to, uh, I had, I was working at Popeye's. And uh, I had to learn how to come home, see about your mom and everything. And 
I don't think at that time I was going to church at that time, but I started going to church and uh, in, in I think in his eighties, the early eighties. And uh, what I have what I have to balance that with my mom and Uncle Kendrick. I would come home from work. You know, I had to be to work early in the morning. I think at that time, uh, I'm trying to see who was keeping the kids at that time. I don't remember. I don't remember who was keeping the kids at that time. I had to learn how to uh, go to work early in the morning. I think yeah, Trina. I think Trina was keeping the kids one while. I had to learn how to get up in the morning. I'd be to work at three o'clock in the morning, go to work in the morning, and come home. And when I come home, I make sure my kids they would eat. They had eaten. I make sure they was you know clean and everything. I cleaned them up and everything. And so, and I got myself together, took my bath and prayed. I took my nap. Then we got up and prayed. It was it was a certain time every day. I get I get your mama, get Uncle Kendall. All of us was to get in the room and and we used to pray. And I made sure I did that every day. You know, so that was a that was a, a, a my lifestyle. I did every day with my kids. I come home. I make sure they was okay. I got their school clothes out. I make sure I comb your mama hair and everything, and had they they clothes ironed and fresh. You know, have everything laid out. And myself too. I did the same thing. And then, like I say, come home. We take a nap, get up, and we'll pray and everything. I spend time with the kids. You know, we we did we did a lot of things. I did a lot of things. You know, it was it was a battle, but you have to you have to be. Uh, man, I'm saying you got to be on point. You got to have to be stable-minded, you know, to, to be able to juggle all that at once. But I learned. I was a young parent. I learned. What falls through the cracks because of everything that happens on a daily basis? What area were you slacking in then? When I was a young mother? Yes. Um, let me see. What area did I think I was slacking in? Oh, um, I think, well, I was kind of slacking in, um, not really sitting down with the kids, you know, like reading to them and, yeah. and like, uh, telling them about, you know, okay, um, when you grow up, what you want to be, you know, like instructing mm -hmm. them, asking them about their life, what they want to be and, you know, and stuff like that. I think I would kind of fell through the cracks in that. I didn't know how to really come because see, my mom didn't ever, we never asked my mom those questions and nothing like that. So I think I failed, like like your mom would say a lot of time. I never did talk to her about sex and a lot of other stuff like that. So if I would have, I think if I would have been taught that, I could I could explain that to her more. And I think a lot of things she went through, she wouldn't probably have to went through it if I would have explain to it more but at that time I didn't know myself so I think I, that's why I, I think I fell through the cracks with that I didn't know how to really come to them and you know just really talk to yeah. them and really ask, you know what I'm saying I think I fell through that in that area do you find yourself overcompensating in any way for any reason mm, what you mean when you say overcompensated do you find yourself trying to make up for something that you did? Oh, yeah. Um, like I say, I think I find myself trying to make up. Like I say, uh, say for instance, my mom didn't uh, hug us and she didn't never did really. I never did really hear my mom say, I love you. Never heard my mama say that. 
And I never heard my mama, I've never felt my mama, you know, that's really hug us and everything like that. But now I find myself doing it with my grandkids, you know. I'm always kissing them and telling them I love them and everything yeah. like that and tell them they're pretty and stuff like that. And you're gonna like, you know, I tell Kira that I say, Kira, you know what? You're gonna you you you're gonna do something, you're gonna do something for yourself. Grandma proud of you and everything. I never did get that for my mom or my dad. Never tell my I'm gonna be somebody. I'm going to do this here. I'm going to do that. I'm proud of you. Now. I never had that, but I find myself doing it with my kids and my grandkids. Um, what do you do on the days that you want to quit? I pray. I pray and ask God to give me the strength to make it. Who has, who has helped you? Who has helped support you through your journey as a mother? Well, Fun and support. I say when I was living in Kansas and everything, and my sister, she could support me by keeping keeping my uh keeping my Tashana because Tashana was a baby at that time. Barry never going to school, and I got I got a lot of support. You know, when I was uh living in Kansas with her, and I got a lot of support from one of the sisters in the church. Her name was Sister Baker at that time. We uh had lived uh next well we had lived next to her and we had got put out of our house and she took us in like a family and she supported us and she kept Tashana. It was nothing that uh we can do. You know, she fed us, we went in that is age. It, I, I felt like a sister, she felt like a sister to me. She really supported me, and that was some support that she really, you know, inspired me, you know, and like I say, we used to work together now. I remember the time I was sick. And uh, both of us working at Holiday Inn, and she came and she uh, uh, helped me, you know, clean up, helped me finish doing my beds and stuff like that. And she supported me a whole lot. I got that kind of support from her. You know, like I said, we was having kids and my sister, she kept the kids and everything like that. I, I feel like I got a lot of support, but like I said, but my, my mom, I have a little bit of support from my mom, you know, when I'm coming up for my kids. She kept the kids a little bit. She didn't keep the kids too long, you know, like that. So I got, I, I, I could, I could say I got a little bit of support from her in that area. But overall, like I say, my sister in Kansas, and then your mom, she was support too. Cause when Trishana got uh, a little girl, a baby, she used to keep Trishana. So your mom, she was a big support too. Cause she, she got to watch Kendrick. Well, you know, keep on Kendrick was smiling, you know, make sure he don't get in trouble. So when I had Trishana, your mom was a big support too. What's one thing that you were told by your mother that you use often? Y'all about to turn these lights out. My bill is high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she said it all the time. And mm. I'm about to say the same thing. What is one thing you wish you were told by your mother? Uh, I wish that she would tell me, well, you know what? I believe in you. I, I believe that you can make it. You're going to make some out yourself one day. What's one thing you want to tell other mothers? I want to tell other mothers that, you know, uh, don't give up. I know sometimes it seems like, you know, uh, you can't make it. You know, the, ch the child is hard-headed and you feel like you, you, you know, did everything you can and everything. I feel like don't give up because that's a God. You know what I'm saying? You know, we need to give our kids to God. You know, just like um, mm -hmm. Hannah, she gave she gave her child to God and everything. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of time when you feel like 
you can't make it. The kids not not listening and everything like that. And you feel like you have to end in your ropes and everything. You feel like you don't know what to do. I feel like we need to just turn our kids up to God and just give them to God. Because you know what I'm saying? You know, when kids get a certain age, they're going to feel like they're going to do what they want to do and they're not going to listen. So I believe, I feel, I'm telling all the mothers, only thing we can do as a mother is pray for our kids and, and try to be the best example that we can for our kids. Don't do, don't say one thing and do another because the kids watch you. We need to, you know, practice what we preach as mothers. You know, like I say, we need to be loving to our kids. We need to be understanding at the same time, you know. But at, overall, if you got a kid that's disobedient and hard head, only thing you can do is get that child to go up. That's all. What do you tell your kids often? Um, uh, I, I I really tell them off, but I just say, you know, we need to get in there and live for God. You know, I really stress that, you know, and I said, we live in our last days and we need to really get in there and live for God and do, do what we need to do for God and everything. And y'all just, you know, I, I try to let, let my kids know we got to be ready, you know, just to make our call the election sure, you know, that's what often I tell my kids, you know, we, you know, I, I, I stress God to them a lot, you know. That's number one. Um, what do you think needs to be talked about more as it pertains to motherhood? I think it needs to be pertains to motherhood. They need to be talked about how to, uh, you know, talk to talk to our, our girls and our boys. You know what I'm saying? And tell them, let them know that it's all right. You know, we're gonna, you know, they're gonna like like the opposite sex, and we need to tell our young girl this is wait until marriage before you give your body away. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and other than boys, the boys need to know the same thing, you know? Yeah. You, know, you, you tell the, the boys, they need to keep themselves too as well so as, as girls. So, you know, we need they need to keep themselves too. So, I feel like we need to, we need to sit down when, when our kids is, is adolescent and everything and sit down and, and tell them, because see, my mom didn't tell me that. She didn't tell me to finish school. She didn't. She didn't steal none of that. Me and I feel like the young people need to know this here, especially young girls. You know what I'm saying? I know they're young. They want boyfriend. They want to have their boyfriend and everything like that. I'm not saying right now they need to finish school. They don't need to be having them. I'm just me. I'm from the old school. They need to be trying to finish school and get their mind on their career and everything like that and put God first. God need to be first. You need to teach God to be first in their life. Don't worry about no boyfriend. Don't worry about because see them tell some boyfriends are a distraction. They very they are a distraction, especially when you're trying to finish school, you're trying to get your career out the way. Now, if you're a strong person, you know, like I said, you feel like you want a boyfriend, you don't know up there, you know, you're grown, everything, you ain't finished school, you gotta be strong because I'm telling you something, it's a very distraction. But boys too. You know, you got your mind on a little girl and see how pretty she is. And you want to go over her house and everything like that. You know, you get your mind on her. You just think about her. And you, you're falling in your grace and everything. I feel like, you know, we need to talk to these boys as well as so the girls. They just need to uh, just get their mind, you know, on uh, God first. Put God first through everything. Put God first. Get your mind on your career, you know, and everything like that. Then put that last, you know, because you can always get married. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we need, we need to instill that in our boys and girls. Do you think there is a lack of mothers and why? Because I feel like a lot of times 
reason why I feel it's like a mother. Some of the mothers, their mother didn't teach them. Their mother went in their life, so they yeah. don't know how to be a mother too. Yeah. So a lot of times, yeah. they abandon their kids and everything. They they see, they do their kids sometimes what they see their mama did to them. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I feel like it's a like, like a mother because they don't know how to be a mother. You know, when you're young and everything, and this safe is just like me. I thank God. God taught me everything. I tell people all the time. They said, what? God taught me everything I need to know. I'm being on uh, Charlotte. It was like when I was a young mother, I didn't know how to be a mother. Trial and error. I didn't, I didn't know. But you know what? I got, I, uh, I maintain, I, I make sure I take care, take care of my kids. I make sure they finish school and everything. It was just like trial and error and everything like that. And I didn't know how to be a mother, but you know what? God taught me how to be a mother. And now I feel like a lot of times these mothers, they don't know because they, they mother didn't talk to Just like me, my mom didn't talk, they teach me. So a lot of them fall through the cracks and a lot of them, they be drinking and everything. They don't know what the kids said and everything. And the girl getting pregnant. So they yeah. don't really know how to be a mother. What is something you have to say to this generation of women and mothers? I say to this generation of mothers, like go back and say, number one, God first. Because the Bible says, seek ye the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and everything that will be added unto you. I feel like as mothers and fathers, you know, number one, if we put God first in our life, and everything else will be added unto us. We got to seek God for everything, everything in our life, everything we're going through. We got to, when we make decision, we got to go to God and say, God, okay, what I need to do for this here? Is I'm doing this right? Do you feel like I, I, uh, I need to do this here? You know, I feel like we need to make good choice and good decision when, you know, when we're living for God. I, that's what I feel. And what do you have to say to this generation of men and fathers? I tell the fathers, you know, they need to step up and do a little bit more for they for they for their kids, especially the sons. Cause women's we can't teach sons how to be men. Only yeah. a man can teach a son how to be a man and how yeah. to provide for his family and how to be a, a loving mm -hmm. father, how to uh, yeah. uh get out there and hustle, yeah. get out there and you know, grind and everything. You know, if you gotta work two or three jobs, teach them how to take out the trash. Teach them how to open the door for women. You know, teach them how yeah. to love. Teach them how to, you know, what I'm just saying, be a provider. Yeah. Men need to, we need, they need to do more for their son and their daughters. They need to teach their daughter, okay, how you showing, how you doing your mother. That's how, what kind of husband you need to find. You treat yeah. your mother, you, you, you see. I was on your mother gonna make sure y'all got food. Make sure your mama got this. Make sure your mama got that. That's what I'm talking about. How to be a father, and, and you know what I'm saying. Treat your, treat your, uh, know how to teach your daughter. Tell your daughter to save herself and everything. I'm talking about stuff like that. That's what I'm trying to tell the fathers. All right, pioneers and beautiful people. That concludes this episode. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode of this series. And with that, make sure you like, follow, share, go visit the website, go look at the Patreon, all that good stuff. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Granny. And everyone have a beautiful, wonderful day. You too, grandbaby. Love you too. Thank you. Okay.